Hello, my lovely ones, and welcome to Mumming with Magli, the podcast for any mum who has absolutely no idea what the fuck she's doing. I'm Magli, your host, and I can confirm I have no idea what I'm doing. Join me every week as I try and tackle this parenting business, the ups and downs, and the many trials and tribulations. Other moms will also join us and share their story. Let's open up the conversation around the hardships of motherhood and all the pressure that comes with it. Hopefully, it'll make us all feel less alone in feeling lost and completely winging it. I know I am. Enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Hi guys, welcome back onto the podcast. Magli here, and I'm joined by Jody today. Jodie is a wonderful friend of mine. She is not a mum, and we are going to be discussing the pressures that women feel around the age of, I don't know, actually, when do you feel, sorry, Jodie, say hi. Hi. <laughs> when <laughs> when yeah. do you feel that as women, we start to feel pressure to have kids? Oh, gosh. I would say, I think I felt most pressured when I first got with my partner, my yeah. partner now. Yeah. Um, and also I think, so I have a lot of girlfriends who are like a couple years older than me and they all started having kids and it's like, oh, actually, should I start that wagon? Like, should I get on that wagon Mm -hmm. as well? Mm -hmm. How long have you and Tom been together? Tom is Jodie's partner. How long have you guys been together? Um, be six years this year. Wow. Six years. Yeah. Yeah. And how old are you just for reference, if you're happy to share? Yeah. I turned 30 in June. Do you think that turning 30, I feel like there's something about turning 30 mm. that not just as women, I think the general population, men alike feel like we need to all of a sudden be grown ups. I remember mm-hmm. when I was, you know, in my early 20s, 30 felt so old. 30 was like, <laughs> I'm an adult. And then yeah. I look at myself now, 32, turning 33, and I think, mm. fuck. <laughs> I've missed the boat. Like, I didn't get the memo. There's, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. But do you feel like having turned 30, there's more pressure? Do you know what? I'm going to say no. Good. There's not so much. I think there was more pressure in my late 20s. Because when I got with Tom, like, it was basically, we knew that we wanted to be together. We wanted to get married. And then potentially have children. And I think everybody around us just could see that as well. Mm-hmm. So when you're in that loving relationship and everyone can see it, they're like, oh, okay, so what's the next steps and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then those questions kind of just start rolling. And then I felt, yeah, more pressured then. And again, like having friends who are a couple years older than me and they start to have children, it was like, oh, actually, should I, you know, start thinking about it? Or maybe, yeah, there is pressure because all those questions that appear as well. So let me ask you, where do you stand on having children? Right now, it's on the fence. It's completely 50-50. It's, it's more of a maybe don't know situation at mm-hmm. the moment. Um, I think purely because we, we there's so much we want to do. Like we get married next year, mm-hmm. for example, and we're quite traditional in that way of let's get married and do it that way. But I just think we have so much more to do for ourselves. Like what? Travel. Mm. Definitely. Travel yeah. is the biggest one. And I think also just to work on ourselves. I may. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> Hence the podcast. Yeah. Fuck me. But yeah. you, honestly, since turning 30, and I know it was only like two months ago, <laughs> but I literally just went, I need to work on myself. Yeah. I feel like my 20s were a bit of a mesh map. Definitely it was a fuck up to the beginning and then it kind of turned, you know, amazingly. But now I'm just like, actually... 
there's stuff that I need to like literally just take care of myself so why would I bring a child in thinking oh yeah if once I can take care of myself then maybe I could bring a child into the world are you happy to share what it is that you feel most that you need to work on on yourself before bringing a child into the world I think it's more like mentally and physically that I'm not afraid to say that I do have a lot of um like body insecurities um I do suffer with a bit of anxiety as well and and in just the, those kind of things, to me, they might be the smallest things, but it's just I want to get those cleared up yeah. <laughs> before I can actually figure out how I can bring a child into the world and actually look after it. I need to look after myself first. Then I yeah. really resonate with that. It's such a fine balance. I don't want to put like anything on you. I'm mm. sort of playing devil's advocate and just putting questions yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you feel like it ever is possible to genuinely be 100% happy within ourselves mm. uh, physically and mentally? And if not, are we not just procrastinating doing xyz because Mm. we're trying to you know work on ourselves does that make sense because I feel like for example personally I would like another child at the Mm. moment um I mean at some point not at the moment but like at the moment I'm thinking in the future we'll have another child financially it's not possible yeah but also it's like if we keep waiting on xyz we might miss out on doing abc because do you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah. so it's like the the whole of that question is you're never ready to have children mm-hmm. and it actually resonates to like my parents um they wanted to start a family they knew they couldn't really afford it and I think they got the burning question it was like oh when you're gonna have children and blah 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 and I think it was my grandma she said you're never gonna be able to afford children yeah. <laughs> that is just the one rule you're never going to be able to afford children and I think they just something clicked and it was it just was meant to be Mm -hmm. in the long term but I think going back to financially stable I think we're okay we're comfortable as we are but then I just think well what would happen if one of us loses our job or the whole thing with maternity leave it's like how can we afford to have that you know I agree Um, do you think it's possible to ask too many questions? I feel like it Mm. sounds like I'm trying to like get you to have a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Hold your horses my way. (laughs) No, but you know, and again, going back to like what you were saying, you feel like you want to get yourself physically and mentally Mm. in a better place. How, how do you think you'll know? Right now, I definitely know that I don't want kids. Like right now in this moment and probably in like two, three years time, Probably not. Mm -hmm. Because again, going back to the things that we want to do together as a couple, we're not going to be able to do once we have children. Yeah. And it's not to say like you can do those things like with children, but I think it's so hard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, no. As much as the thing is, I'm a firm believer that you really should have the mindset of having children doesn't stop you. But also, (laughs) let's be realistic here. It stops yeah. you. Like it doesn't, yeah. but it's it's harder. Yeah. And don't I mean I I watch families and I watch friends with their children and I think, oh yeah, one day, you know, it looks so lovely and Does it? <laughs> well, actually <laughs> yeah. now I'm like, actually no, definitely not. Like, no. <laughs> it's just a straight no at the moment. Where does Tom stand on it? I think he's he has the same thoughts as me. Is we Again, we want to do the things that we want to do first. And he's more, and I don't I don't know if this is just men in general, that 
he takes he takes it a day at a time mm. whereas I think way into the future mm-hmm. and I've, we had this conversation I remember this we had this conversation where we went out for a walk and this is before we got engaged and we we're talking about marriage but I think we knew we wanted to be together and um I said oh like where do you see us in like five years time blah 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 and he kind of like put it on the words of like I can't I'm more of a take it a day by day guy like I don't think five ten years into the future like I'm just focusing mm-hmm. on the present and the present day and I'm like actually <laughs> that makes more sense than to think actually I need to be I need to be this person I need to be this and that in three years time and then etc um yeah, yeah I I agree I'm totally not like Tom I rightly or wrongly sort of live thinking right I would like to do this I want to do that by this time I would like this but then also sometimes I think I spend so much time thinking about the future that I don't actually end up doing anything to make the future change does that make sense Um, so I really admire Tom's mindset around that do you think that Tom has ever felt pressure to have kids I wouldn't I don't think he has actually Mm. I really don't he's the most chilled person you would ever meet he's so laid back and sometimes I do have to give him like a bit of force yeah I'm the same as George (laughs) (laughs) fucking get a rock up your ass mate Yeah. literally I had to give him that little push like it, when we started going on holidays together I had to give him that kind of push to say let's do this yeah, yeah. let's book let's, let's book like... it let's do it be spontaneous <laughs> and <laughs> the fact that we were lucky enough to go um, back to Mexico for my birthday in mm-hmm. June that was spontaneous like let's just book it and do it and then two weeks later we're on a plane I love that and then again that kind of revolves around to if we had children <gasps> <laughs> I was do you know what as yeah. you said it I was just thinking that I'd never be you able never to do, do that like yeah. we could to a certain extent but then there's things like for example we will have paid for childminding we're losing out on that money because mm. we've already given it to the childminder do you know what I mean yeah, so yeah, whereas yeah. if we plan in advance yeah. then we can say to the childminder we don't need you to have Isla blah blah and yeah. then we don't have to pay for it or I don't know also like <laughs> I might like to go away without Isla but then yeah. who, who the fuck's gonna have my kid for two weeks <laughs> Like, yeah. you need to plan that in advance. Exactly. You know? This is, these are the things that I do think about and think, yeah. if we had kids... I mean, we have a cat. I, I mean, was just going to ask, who yeah. has the cat? Luckily enough, my brother, he, okay. live, he lives around the corner. So he was on board, like prior to when we went yeah. on holiday. Does he like kids? <laughs> Could he have eyelids? <laughs> Maybe, actually. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a text bit after this. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> but yeah, I think having that thoughts of, actually, if we wouldn't be able to do this, mm. like just spontaneously just get up and go. And I just think, yeah, I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful that we could do these things. But like literally, who knows in like years to come. Yeah you know it can be different you spoke about you've got friends that Mm -hmm. have kids and you have friends that don't have kids yes and your friends that do have children you were friends with some maybe most of them maybe I don't know before they had kids yeah talk to me I'm interested from your point of view how those dynamics have changed go definitely things have changed I mean I understand and I get it that once you have children that is that is it you know, you kind of, I wouldn't say spend less time with them, but it's just more of when you can get together mm-hmm. with those friends. And it's like, you check up on them. And if you don't hear from them for like a couple of days or even weeks, but I know that they have a much 
busier life than I have. And I wouldn't say it's like massively changed, but in terms of like once the once kids came along in certain friendship groups, it's just okay, like they have that life and I have my own life. And I wouldn't say there's been a massive change, but again, when kids come around, friends either disappear or they're still around, don't get me wrong but you just don't see them as much or you don't have that much in contact with them because they have their own lives. And I know that their lives are much busier than mine. And you can spend like months and months without seeing your friends. And once you kind of literally arrange to do something together, kids know kids. And it's like, you saw them like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, no time's passed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you find it frustrating though and oh, yeah. yeah with you know with friends that you have who do have kids and potentially you don't see them as much is there I don't want to put words in your mouth so I'm going to speak for myself and mm-hmm. you know feel free to agree or disagree I definitely have people in my life and it's interesting because so obviously I'm a mom but I have people in my life who are parents And I'm still potentially the one to make more of an effort. And sometimes I really struggle with that. I, to a certain extent, have a bit of resentment. Yeah. But then there's people in my life also who don't have kids, friends and stuff. And it is a difficult balance because before I had Isla, Mm -hmm. I would agree that I would be like, oh my gosh, why does your life revolve around kids? But now that I have Isla, I understand. However, having also been in the position of feeling like my friendship dynamics have changed before having a child, Mm -hmm. I feel like personally, I tried to make an effort, like really make an effort Mm -hmm. with people. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm the best person. Sometimes I don't like, you know, me and you haven't seen each other in ages. Yeah. And like, now that we're here together, it's so lovely. We're about to go for lunch, but like, do do you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's difficult. Can't remember what the point was, but yeah. (laughs) But it is difficult. And then going back to obviously when you're in this friendship group and everybody has children apart from you, they do all the play dates. They do all those kind of little family activities and stuff like that. Whereas, and then I sit and watch and I'm like, I'm still here guys. You know, like I know I haven't got a child, but it'd be nice to either see you guys and do this, do that and blah, blah, blah. I can, and yeah, I can totally appreciate that. And, um, if I may, in full disclosure of the situation, Jodie and I and some, you know, mutual friends and stuff, we've got together and there's like four or five of us, whatever, every so often we'll get together. Maybe I'd say like a couple times a year, maybe. Um, And you are the only one without a child. Mm -hmm. And more often than not. And do you know what? I actually hadn't, I feel awful. I'd never (laughs) considered it. I'd never thought about the fact that you're just sat there and we we end up talking about our kids Mm. and you just until it was brought to my attention. And oh, if I was you, I'd be like, guys, it's fucking boring. <laughs> so like, I don't not, blame you. No, 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 no. But the thing is- But that must I, be hard. It is hard. And you're right, it is fucking boring. Yeah. And I get tired of hearing all these like babies, children, birth stories. And then- <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I totally, I appreciate the honesty. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I just sit there and I'm like, I have nothing to kind of- relate to so I just sit there quietly and then I sometimes I feel like I'm gonna fall asleep yeah (laughs) (laughs) because I'm just like I've heard this story probably like four or five times now and I've heard enough yeah (laughs) can we go back to like normal things like normal conversations not talking about children and 
to me that sounds selfish because you all love your children yeah, yeah. and I'm like oh, fuck's sake give it up just like for like 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thank you for no but I'm so grateful honestly the honesty is so refreshing yeah. because I have a child, right? And I love talking about my little girl, but also sometimes I do spend time with people with kids and I feel like all they talk about is their children. So I can yeah. only imagine how you feel without a child mm-hmm. because and it, it's not sometimes so- I get bored and <laughs> I've made a podcast out of my child. <laughs> I can't even imagine how you must feel. Well, don't get me wrong. It's not to say like I don't I don't want to hear stories about mm. your children. I love to hear of what you know their achievements and what they've done, pictures. I love seeing all of that. But then when the conversation just yeah, yeah. keeps going and going, I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, I've not had enough wine for this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the least you can <laughs> do is get me drunk first. <laughs> there's like a whole group that will just sit and talk about children. And there's me in the corner with the bottle of wine. And I'm like, yeah, cheers, guys. Like, keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, I really appreciate the honesty. Mm. Um, do you find that it makes you want to spend less time with those people? No, definitely not, no. I think it's just more, again, I do like hearing stories sometimes, mm-hmm. but then going back to when the conversation keeps flowing and flowing yeah. and I've got nothing to relate to it, it's a bit like, okay, I'm just going to remove myself. Yeah. Um, Having heard so many stories, how do you think that has influenced you in terms of your personal desire or lack thereof mm. around having children? I mean, I think this is probably what's put me on the fence definitely of having kids it's like you hear all the positive stories and then you hear the negatives and you think "Mm, do I really want this Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) do I really want to be in that position but I think again it just kind of gives me that bit of a balance what is something that potentially not necessarily puts you off the most but Mm. where you think it's because of this potentially that you're feeling a bit more resistant or is there anything in particular where you're like oh actually this is why I would really want a child does that make sense yeah in all honesty I don't think I've been that maternal enough Mm. like the maternal side of me isn't there sometimes it can like it can be like when I'm around my friend's children and my nephew and I'm like oh like this is so cute such a you know had such a lovely day and blah 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 And then I get home and think, well, how can this work? I would say probably like a few years ago, actually maybe when I was younger, that in my head I wanted that kind of perfect family unit. Mm. So you can see yourself having the perfect husband, the perfect kids, the house with the picket fence and all of that. Where do you think that comes from? Oh, gosh. I'm going to be honest. It's probably like fucking Disney movies. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Um, I have the same thing. Films. I watch films and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's perfect. Do you know what I mean? They make it seem... They make it. Like, even when there's like a disaster, someone dies somehow they make it like all like it's roses and like everything's all okay oh my gosh no and it's crazy definitely i totally agree it's definitely one of those things that in my head that i wanted that kind of fam like that whole picture perfect family and there were there's even like family members that i looked up to and i still do now and when they first had their children or their first child and their life seems so perfect. Mm. And I was like, I want that. That's what I want. I just want 
that like to be financially stable, I want to be married, and this and that. And then recently, so bear in mind, this is probably like 10 years ago, um, a family member started their family, come up to now, and all I hear is just fucking chaotic stories mm. and i'm just like uh, like what it's overwhelming like, it's overwhelming and i just think all you want to have is that that perfect family mm. but you know it's never gonna happen and in my head i just think you need to get that out of your fucking brain yeah like, it, that's never gonna happen it's it, not like that it's difficult and um i think it's a fine line and it's a line that i really struggle to know where it is sometimes when i talk about my journey as mm. a mum because i don't want to put people off mm. i don't want to come across negative i don't want to come across like you know my life is ruined because it hasn't like no, it's no. not ruined at all in the slightest however mm. I also feel like I want to open up the conversation because I feel like exactly in films on social media mm. everything is just romanticized and glamorized yes. and I just want to bring to light some of the more complex internal battles that you have with yourself mm -hmm. mentally physically with your changing body etc mm. etc mm. one thing that you said is that you didn't consider yourself very maternal how would you describe someone that is maternal or the act of being maternal yeah. what does that look like to you to me that is somebody who literally is around children like 24 7 and they say oh I've always wanted to be a mum you can literally tell that it's in it's just in them whereas to me I don't know if it's if you've ever felt this way like before children like when you obviously see like newborns and they're like oh do you want to hold them and I'm like fuck no like mm. I really don't want to it's because I'm scared I'm scared of dropping the baby I don't know what to do when it starts crying I guess it is a learning curve like once you do eventually have children but to me and still to this day I'm like please can I return your child yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no connection yeah, yeah. but then when people say oh but when you have your own children like it's completely different you have this like love and this bond and blah 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 and I'm like do you well also I think that that's a I don't know I agree with that statement to a certain extent I also think that sometimes that statement or narrative of feeling like as soon as you have your baby it's going to feel amazing and you're going to mm. bond I think that to a certain extent that's a little bit problematic because mm sometimes you don't yeah and sometimes yeah. you do at the very beginning and then it goes away and then you think oh my gosh people told me that I was gonna love my child mm. and you start yeah. to feel all of these like conflicting emotions because you do care for it <laughs> but but it's an it but it is an it you know yeah. and I mean personally when Isla was born I was really really connected at the very beginning the first two three four months she was my everything and then I think personally for me the novelty wore off <laughs> <laughs> the expiry date just went <laughs> yeah I was like oh. I'm happily like just does someone else want to take her for a bit do you know what yeah. I mean I just started yeah. to get like is this really it now like yeah. you're just a lump in this you know is this is this it's my life yeah exactly um so it's funny I do agree that it is different I will say personally I also do not consider myself maternal because mm. I really resonate with newborns are different this is just mm -hmm. I'm just speaking for myself for me newborns yeah. are different because obviously I have had a newborn and now I've got a fucking toddler and newborns <laughs> are just so cute <laughs> and toddlers but then I think I think the absolute opposite interesting I'll happily admit in general I really don't like other people's kids 
Yeah, I think uh, to a certain extent, I think when they're newborns and I mean, going back to saying like, I like it when they're at that talking phase. Is it like nine plus months when they're like kind of cute and they're kind of just like toddling around oh, and they, yeah. they're more interactive and you can hold them on your hip yeah. and that's really cute and all that shit. <laughs> with newborns I'm like what the fuck do you do like it just it just lays there and I know but just, you just no but you just hold it and cuddle it and the cuddles are so cute yeah and then, <laughs> but like, you don't feel that I don't feel <laughs> that <laughs> like recently I saw my like friend's new baby and I was holding him and I was just like oh this is cute not there's nothing there yeah, yeah. it's just like <laughs> do you feel like, bad saying to your friends like mm, don't really fancy holding your baby <laughs> I mean there's been times I'm like no yeah thank you <laughs> But the thing is, even me as a mum, sometimes people are like, do you want to hold it or can you just like look after him? And I'm like, no, no. like I've, I'm no. sorry, I really don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'm much more happier if I just go away and just watch you from afar yeah, yeah. <laughs> with my glass of wine in hand. <laughs> watch you struggle. Yes. Get me some popcorn. <laughs> Uh, that sounds really bad. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But the thing but is, like, it's, it's honest. But the thing is, I can't do anything to help. Like, what can I actually do yeah. instead of just holding it and just be like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I really resonate with that. I genuinely believe there's no right or wrong way to be a parent, to be a mum. Mm. Whatever you feel is right for you and your family, I think, mm. is 100% what people should be doing. I personally could just never be that person that is all about my child mm. and I think what I really struggled with is that I thought I would be do you know what it, it's this is another question that comes into my head or what kind of parent would I be mm. and what kind of parents we would be if that was my child and you know when you think so I have like these kind of little things in my head especially if I have my nephew come over or we go out for the day how old is he just for reference he's Five, mm -hmm. Yeah. So there was one time, actually, we were looking after him for about an hour and a half. Literally only an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Was... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. As soon as you said that, I was like, an hour and a half, <laughs> mate. Fuck off. <laughs> but continue. <laughs> he was probably, um, I'm going to say three or four at the time. And he is he's such a good kid. And we were staying at my parents' um, static home at the time. And literally, I thought, yeah, this is going to be easy. Give him, like, a bowl of crisps, put in front of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, yeah. it wasn't fine at all. <laughs> so I gave him a packet of mini cheddars. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's picking up like probably 10 at a time and just shoving it all yeah. in his mouth and then it created crumbs everywhere and I'm like no yeah. don't and I'm just like let it go it's only crumbs let it go it's only crumbs right and <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny I've been there just quickly yeah. my sister so has a son and he's now 11 and I remember when he was I don't know maybe six months maybe a year old mm. or something like that I went to visit her for the evening we were like oh we'll have a cute girls night in mm. we were watching X Factor got some ice cream out and then mm. as I'm spooning the ice cream into the bowls Owen my nephew starts crying and my sister says to me oh just leave my ice cream I'll get it in a bit I need to go look after Owen and honestly in my head I was like I obviously didn't have eyelid by this point this mm. is like you know 10 years ago I just thought, what about the ice cream, though? Like, 
I was just devastated. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, can you please tell me that it's okay that I eat my ice cream? Because I really don't want my ice cream to melt. melt. <laughs> I would to this day I would probably be exactly the same like but the ice cream yeah <laughs> that's like I know the kids are crying pro- but that's my priority yeah. that might be yours but the ice cream is my priority <laughs> right now like like so he was eating these mini cheddars like 10 at a time and yeah. just shoving them in his yeah. mouth crumbs are going everywhere all of a sudden he starts like bashing the floor and I'm like what are you doing he's like trying to like submerge the crumbs into the carpet <laughs> I do and all of a sudden like parent mode came on and I was like Finley you've got to stop this yeah. and then I had to drag Tom into the situation I was like I can't do this by myself yeah. <laughs> I was like Tom help me help me so literally I turned the tv off and then I literally just pulled him aside I was like you can't do that that's that's wrong and I can't remember what I said at the time but the, the look on his face just that sour sad face Aww. and I was like Oh my god! <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so hard. And then he literally just took himself under the table and just sat there. <laughs> and I just looked at Tom and I was like, "I'm just gonna leave him there." What was just leave him on the table? He's fine. He's fine. He might be sulking, but I've told him off. Like yeah. I've done. I hope I've done the right thing because what he did is like not acceptable. Yeah. It's not even our. It's not our property. Yeah. Um. I know this sounds like really. I don't know, but I was just like, you can't do that, and I. I just thought, oh, I don't know. What have I done? Yeah, it's to, like, so hard. The amount of times Isla does something and in my head I know that it's not right, but also I think I just can't be bothered to deal with it. I think <laughs> so yeah. I just I'll just let you get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> but and think, I'll deal with the repercussions later. <laughs> yeah. I think what it is is when you're childless and there are other things that are more your pride and joy. So I mean I love our flat. I try and keep it like cozy, comfortable and lived in basically. And then as soon as my nephew comes over and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. It really yeah. sounds like I'm up my own ass. No. But I'm like, but like, please don't get crumbs on the sofa. Please don't do this. Please don't do that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like, let it go. And sometimes Tom will tell me, just leave it alone. He's a kid. And I'm like, yeah. I agree to a certain extent. But also I think it's the same thing with adults. For example, say I lend you a dress and you spill red wine on my dress. Mm. I'm going to be more annoyed at you for spilling red wine on my dress than Mm. I would be at myself for spilling red wine on my dress because it's my dress. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And I've done it. Fuck me. My couch full of crumbs. (laughs) But it's okay because it's my child that's done it. Exactly. Whereas if another child comes into my house and starts Mm. smearing, I don't know, cheese or whatever (laughs) on the floor, I'm raging. But if Isla's doing it, I think, ah, she's just having a bit of fun so I really understand so I don't think that you're coming across at all like snobby or whatever yeah Yeah. because I think I think it's not the same when it's someone else's Mm. child and your possessions do you know what I mean yeah he's our nephew at the end of the day and you know you treat him as he was like one of your own however he's not he's not yeah it's like the the parents need to step in and 
take control. Yeah. And it's all well in saying like, oh, you know, listen to your aunt and your uncle and blah, blah, blah. But half the time they just don't give a fuck. They like they will not take the punishment from the aunt and uncle. Like it's funny you say that because actually I'm gonna use my childminder as an example. Mm-hmm. Isla listens to my childminder better than she listens to me. Mm-hmm. Because she can she knows she can push my buttons because I'm her mum and I'm gonna love mm-hmm. her no matter what. Yeah. Whereas my childminder, she will, but Isla doesn't know that. Do you know what I mean? And my nephew, my nephew will listen to me more than he listens to his sister. So I'm like, I just find it interesting that from your point of view. I think it's different with different children. Oh, yeah. It it will be different, like regardless. There's loads of stuff before having Isla. I was like, I'm never doing this. I saw other people do it and I thought to myself, no No, way. I'm I'm not going to be that parent. Sometimes I do stuff as a parent. If I saw someone else do, what I did with Isla sometimes I would probably judge them but I'm in the situation and I don't know what else to do so I opt for whatever it is do you know yeah. um what are some things that in your head in this moment and of course permission to change your mind should you ever decide to have children what are some things in your head right now you're like nah absolutely no way I'm not doing this the one thing that really gives me the pet peeve is I mean I think it's quite obvious with everybody is iPads and phones and again I think with my nephew I think he had an iPad from quite a young age and how old is quite a young age in your opinion? I think he was like two. I see parents they buy the iPad they use it obviously to entertain the kids when they're at dinner or on long car journeys etc. Yeah I don't mind the long car journeys that's something to give but when they go out for dinner oh my god it really kind of gives me the ick of when I see kids not even just like babies and toddlers but older children on their iPads and their phones and they're not interacting as a family that is one thing that I just cannot get my head around even when yeah it's just I agree to because be fair. I never had that like mm-hmm. when I I used to go out with my parents and my brother it would be the time to talk it's family time and obviously I didn't didn't have phones back in those days or iPads etc and I just see these kids now so I'm like why yeah <laughs> um I 100% agree with you to be fair I will say however that we don't I mean we don't have an iPad for Isla a handful of times we have used the phone Mm. because we've been out with friends at the pub dinner whatever and she's just acting up and then also I think to myself what what are are my options right Mm -hmm. she is kicking and screaming no one's having a good time yeah what the fuck does it matter Mm -hmm. if she watches an hour of cartoons she's calm she's she's happy I get to enjoy my food hot, warm, because Mm -hmm. something we take for granted before we have children, a warm meal... You know, I get to yeah. have an adult conversation. So don't get me wrong. I agree. But also, it's a fine line. And it's it's something that before I had Isla, I was like, never. Yeah. I'm never getting the phone out. Yeah. Ever. And that's Here we some, are. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> we try not to do it a lot. But yeah. sometimes I just think, fuck it. Like, why but am the, I making it harder for myself? Yeah. But the thing is, I literally don't give any judgment to friends or family who do this at all. It's just because when you're childless, you just think you've got different mindsets. A hundred percent. In your head, you're like, spend some quality time with your kid. Before I had Isla, I would see parents, the kids would be on the iPad or the phone or whatever, and I would think, come on, you're yeah. out with your kid. Yeah. Spend exactly. some time with your fucking child. Yeah. No, I, I, I still do it to this day. Yeah. 
yeah I'm guilty of doing that but I just think oh just please put the phone down yeah. like just interact with your yeah. kids and you know try and entertain your kids a different way with like colouring and this and that and now thinking actually those parents have probably gone through a fucking awful time and like I during agree. the day they just probably actually just want some peace and quiet but it's hard to remind yourself of that yeah in the moment yeah. um so phone ipad screen time basically is there anything else um, that is a sort of like well i don't like this word but an ick factor an ick. <laughs> It's so gross. I know, it's gross, but I say it all the time. I think that's just the the main one. All the other ones are kind of like, I wouldn't say petty, but I always thought that maybe my kids would just play with just only wooden like toys and et cetera. Like make it quite organic in that way. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I know that that's not going to happen at all. But you say that. It's possible. I have a friend of mine. She's been on the podcast before. She's never used a disposable wipe as a mum. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's doable. However you feel, I think also sometimes we're worried of people potentially judging us in the way that we choose to act as parents. And this is one thing that, which is, you know, part of the reason why I do the podcast, because I just want to talk to so many different people, because there's no Mm -hmm. right or wrong way to live your life. Yeah. And can we all just be compassionate with each Mm -hmm. other? We may not agree, but I mean, it's wrong. Yeah, she never disposable wipe. Never. That's amazing. Um, never a disposable nappy. Oh my gosh. And then to me, that's like, oh, that seems so perfect. And that would be the way I'd love to go down. But I know that's never going to happen. That, to me, it can. It can be achievable. But in the back of my head, it probably won't be. Um, so I wouldn't say it's kind of an ick. It's just more of like, could I could I be that parent? Yeah, could yeah, I be yeah. that person to have like all this like organic things? What makes you think that potentially you couldn't be? Um... In all honesty, <laughs> I would. I'm just gonna say it. I'm probably. I'm just lazy. Um, and again, I appreciate <laughs> the honesty because that's 100 percent why sometimes I don't fulfill my motherhood potential, so to speak, because mm. I can't be asked. Yeah, quite frankly, because do I think that potentially I could also never use a disposable wipe? Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're fucking convenient. Yeah. And I like, I'm sorry, I want an easy life. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I w- would love to have that eventually, but mm-hmm. I know it's not going to, it probably won't happen because I'm too fucking lazy. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, I'm so grateful as to how honest you've been. It's difficult. Yeah. I find myself, in all honesty, I find myself not necessarily changing my parenting style or how I parent, mm. but there's definitely tiny shifts depending on who I'm with because subconsciously sometimes I think you try and appeal to the people that you're with Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be judged yeah and you can't help but know okay these people I'm safe to do xyz because I know Mm -hmm. that they do it however these people they're really against this so I want to come across Mm -hmm. like I'm a good parent in their eyes yeah so I'm not gonna do whatever it is yeah it's really challenging uh, to feel do you ever do you feel like that I've just thought of this. Have you ever felt like that just as a person that you change? Mm. To like, fit in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like that I, I feel like I change as a person when I'm with my mummy friends or I'm with my single girls. What is the shift? I think it's with my single friends. By single, do you mean childless? Childless. Yeah. So they're not all single. 
they just all don't have children. Yeah, perfect. Because it's is what it is. Wow. And I feel like I can get a little bit more like loose and just be a bit more free because we can all connect on the same level in terms of conversations and this, that and blah, blah, blah. What do you mean by loose and free? I would say... I wouldn't say like just not giving a fuck like completely but it's more I think again it leads back to conversations that I'm free that I don't have to talk about my children or this and that because when I think of free I think of that I don't feel like I'm going to be kind of closed off with my mummy friends because either they've got to sort the babies out or that they they can do is talk about their kids or they have to leave early because of the kids Mm -hmm. there's so many different things Mm -hmm. but when it comes to going out with my childless friends Mm -hmm. I can stay out late I can do this I can do that I have no responsibility we can talk about all the non-responsibilities that we don't have yeah it's also sorry just to interrupt Mm. quickly it's also annoying that um and I say this as a person with a child childless it's like they're missing something yeah do you know what I mean It's, it's but just people yeah and yet I don't know it's because of the conversation that we're having, obviously. But still, I hear it. Like, I feel bad describing someone as childless. Because there shouldn't be... No. There shouldn't be anything uh, less, wrong about it yeah. at all. Because it's a less word, but anyway. Yeah, but I mean, when you say that, it's like when people say, oh, you're childless. It's seen it as a bad come, thing. It is, comes really negative. Yeah. And it's like, actually, no, I'm childless because... Because I'm full of fucking because, life. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, I might be childless, but I've got, you know, yeah. freedom. I've got money. I can, yeah. I've I got can cocktails. Do what, like, yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And not I'm lifeless. Kind of... This is how we should describe people. <laughs> lifeless and full, full of, of life. life. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. <laughs> But when people say childless, it's like, again, it seems very negative, but it's not because we're actually, we're women who actually want to be somewhere in life Mm. and we're we're trying to achieve it. Most of the time they have achieved it and they they don't want children, etc. And going back to having the kind of different impacts of my mummy friends and my childless friends. My full of life friends. My full of life friends. (laughs) (laughs) it's just so different I will say something quickly something you said that really resonated with me is that you said I'm going to butcher what you said because I can't remember exactly they want to go somewhere the your all of life friends friends. okay they want to go somewhere and in full disclosure that hit a nerve with me because I feel like I want to go somewhere and it hit a nerve that potentially I might be put in a box not necessarily by you but Potentially by you, potentially by other people, potentially by no one. Mm. Maybe it's just something that I'm like projecting onto others because it's an insecurity and a fear that I'm now being put in a box because I have a kid. I obviously don't have ambitions Uh, because I can't, because it's true. You can't achieve ambitions as easily as you might be able to achieve them when you have a child. So yourself feeling that you were put into a box. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like I'm put into a box because I've been labelled as the career girl. Mm. And to me, I'm like, 
well hold on a minute yes I might be that I want to progress in my career but it's not to say that I can't do both at once yeah I've seen women do it and recently I have seen a lot of women do it um and do you know what I agree and I find that really empowering like I said it's something that I struggle with because I am not labeled as the career girl but if anything do you know what I wish I was a little bit more and it's interesting how labels can affect us um Mm. and I am grateful that now it feels like you are more able to have a child and progress in your career Mm -hmm. um on that a question do you think it's possible to not be labeled that's a big like a big question mark Mm -hmm. um I mean funny enough um one of my um girlfriends actually two of them they are both very well established in their careers and they were telling me a story weeks ago that they were out with their mum um, doing shopping and they bumped into a friend uh, who they hadn't seen for mm-hmm. maybe a, few, a while and that friend asked like oh how how are you girls doing you know like if you settled down and mm-hmm. got boyfriends mm. have you got this and that and then their mum turned around and said oh no they're career girls and oh my goodness yeah they had to literally pull aside and said you can't say that that's not how that's yes we might be focused more on our careers but again, it's not actually, I can be a career girl and have this and that at the same time. I agree. But also it's funny that they saw it like that because in my head, I feel like personally, I hear that story and think that the mum was, if anything, trying to defend the girl because yeah. the other person was putting them in a box, a box that surely as a woman mm. you should have settled down and if anything mm-hmm. I saw it as a positive thing that the mum was actually being actually they're career girls because it's not as often that women are put in the career box mm-hmm. they're more often than not put in a home box does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. but from their point of view they they just took it yeah. they were like no we're not just career girls yeah we're such Label. like multifaceted people. Yeah. Um, and then I think we're, well, I'll just speak for myself. I'm easily like defensive about my personality. Mm-hmm. Someone could say, Magli's a, a home person, a home buddy. And I'm like, no, I'm a free spirit. And then someone could say, Magli's really focused on her career. And I'd be like, are you saying I'm a bad mum? <laughs> mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think it is really difficult, but yeah yeah fair enough I appreciate how it can be frustrating from your point of view as well it's not because you're undecided about children and at the moment you're focusing on your career Mm -hmm. that that's all you are yeah yeah Mm. um just a random side note but yeah I agree if anything sometimes and this is where I really resonated with you where you were like I don't feel maternal I agree more often than not do you know what I tend to prefer to spend time with people who don't have kids Mm -hmm. because I don't want my life to revolve around my child Uh, only. It does enough in general. Mm -hmm. But yeah, at the same time, when I am with people with kids, and this is where I understand that you might shift because I also shift when I'm with people who have kids and potentially they might be more inclined to focus their lives around their children, which is fine. Mm -hmm. It brings out that side of me. Yeah. Whereas when I'm with people who don't have kids or potentially... They do have kids, but they're in the sort of similar mindset to me that their children aren't their everything. That tends to bring out a totally different side to Mm. me. Yeah, anyway. I was going to say, kind of shifting to be somebody else. Yeah. Between friends. Again, when when I'm with, like, 
all my mummy friends, I feel like that I have to either bring up a conversation about kids. It's hard. Sometimes yeah. it is hard because yeah. I don't know what to talk about half the time because yeah. I'm like, do I bring the children up? Do I yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do I want? Do I make it feel normal? Yeah, like yeah. talk about something else completely? Yeah. But then when when I'm with like my other, full of life friends, full of life friends. <laughs> need to get that in my head full of life friends that's so funny I love that when I'm around with them I feel like I am a different person do you feel more yourself yeah I guess so Mm. more myself and I can be that party person Mm. because they're either slightly younger than me same age or actually older than me but because we have this kind of like network of we don't have those kind of responsibilities to think oh well actually I've got to get home for the kids or oh my partner's had the kids all day or I should get home well you shouldn't really think that it is hard it is really hard to think that being with my full of life friends to me I fit I feel like I fit in yeah like fit in totally yeah and then whereas with my mummy friends I'm awkward yeah because I don't know what to say to them yeah Again, like, do I bring up normal conversations? Like, mm. I, I do ask about, you know, how the kids and this, that, and blah, blah, blah. And then we'll do, like... But it feels things. forced. Kind of, yeah, I would say so. Mm. And it's more like, well, let's try to do an activity that evolves around the kids. That is another one is, like, yeah, we've got to go to the play centre yeah, so yeah. we can all catch up. Which, okay, that's that's fair enough. I do not mind at all. But also, like, it's not what I want to but do. It's like, in the nice I don't really want to yeah. sit around, like, a play centre when there's screaming kids everywhere yeah. and you're trying to get a conversation in and all you hear is like mommy mommy and I'm yeah. like oh fuck off go yeah, play yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but the, it's so so true and it's really it's interesting and it's refreshing to hear it so bluntly because mm. I think people are scared to say that I think yeah would I you don't... ever say that to one of your mum friends face no yeah I wouldn't at all and it, because they just because I don't want to ruin their day like well not say ruin their days it's just more like that's my honest truth no but also but I agree like it sounds rude yeah because if we went out (laughs) me and you to a play center soft play whatever and you said to me Magli I don't want to be here I don't want to hear Isla scream. I'm going to go. Because quite frankly, there's so many other things I'd rather do than be here with you and your kids. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is... But the thing is, I would say... Like, you, you feel it. You, you feel can't it, say but you that. Can't say no. it. You're just like, you just have to suck it up. You want to meet your friend for a coffee, suck it up, and just get on with it. It's, the kids at the end of the day, just leave them be. It's so funny because it's such a fine line because... I totally understand where you're coming from because even as a mum, I have felt that. Really? Oh, oh my God, mate. You wouldn't believe. (laughs) It's tiring enough dealing with my own kid. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear about yours, let alone actually hear it. (laughs) Hear us screaming in the corner and think, yeah. I do, but I really, really don't. Yeah. It's such a fine line. Hence why, like, I I don't have that pressure when I'm with my full-of-life friends because I don't, I can just bring up any conversation and feel absolutely fine and, like, not pressured to kind of think of conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think men have that? have the same difficulty in balance with friends who have children. Does Tom have friends who have kids? Maybe not. In which case, like, it's irrelevant. Not irrelevant, but, yeah. you know, it doesn't I'm gonna, apply. Yeah, he's... 
I mean, obviously, my friends are his friends. It's all like a mutual. Uh, so it's okay. And he doesn't have he doesn't have another. Little he doesn't circle. have like another little yeah. circle. Bless his little heart. He is a bit of a hermit crab at the end of the day. He yeah. likes to keep to himself. Yeah, yeah. Which is absolutely fine. <laughs> to be fair. That's my goal right now. I just can't. Cause I've got a fucking kid and a dog and a partner. <laughs> Thomas goes. Yeah. <laughs> Can we swap? Yeah. <laughs> Come and spend his, you know, a day in the life of Tom. That'd ah, be great. That would be great. Um, but he, apart from our nephew, mm. um, he hasn't got any other, like, kind of circle of friendships. Yeah, um, oh, he has his work colleagues, but to be honest, I really don't know how he kind of feels about it, to be honest. It's, again, something that's yeah. never brought up in conversation because it's just... But it goes to show it's that not it's not at the forefront of your mind and exactly. that's okay. Um, my last two questions are... Mm. The features on the podcast so mm-hmm. mumming mishap and top tip tuesday okay so i'm gonna ask you as i feel like the bulk of our conversation has been around managing friendship dynamics mm. and i think it's actually a really important topic and a topic that doesn't get spoken about because it is difficult when you are friends with someone and you feel like your lives change and then sometimes you might think are we holding on to the friendship because of history because actually what do we have in common anymore just in everything you know around um friendship dynamics when one of us has children etc etc if I come to you, I've got a child and I'm really struggling because my friends don't have kids and I don't know how to navigate that. My friendships are changing and I don't know how to navigate that. And I come to you as my friend and I say, I need help. What do you tell me? Mm. Similarly, what would you tell someone Mm. in a situation where they don't have kids, but their friends have children and they don't know how to deal with the changing of the dynamics? Mm. What do you say to them? I would say, honestly, like just give it, like time because whether your friend is just had a baby or who is still trying to get into terms the whole parenting thing to be that kind of a good friend give them time it's their time of where they're going to be that kind of family unit that is that's the starting point of their family Mm -hmm. life and it's it's not to say that that I feel left out it's just more that things are going to take a little bit of a back step Mm. where in terms of you might not see them as much anymore or be in contact with them as much but I just think hold on a minute they've just had and they've just had a baby mm. just give them a bit of time and and f- funny enough i was friends with a girl who we used to work together and we were quite pretty close actually we were really close we used to speak to each other like constantly checking up each other go out for dinners etc and then she became pregnant and i think we probably spoke to each other maybe two three times and then that was it it just died but it's not to say that oh well because you've had a baby you're ignoring me just I would say just kind of just let life take its course yeah at the end of the day because it's not worth like wallowing over like these friendships friendships come and go in, in the brutal honesty they do you do you you do know when or you know deep down those friendships will stay like forever and you know those friendships that probably won't last if that kind of if do you really think people know deep down or do you think they I think when it gets to a certain okay stage yeah when maybe the contact 
is a little bit because I also and again this is me saying this I've had a conversation with my friend Becca who again we said Mm. you know she um came on the podcast she doesn't have kids and me and her have spoken about this at length before and I actually agree with her Mm. we both said that we feel like non-mums get a bad rep in terms of you would assume that if a friendship breaks down and one person has a son or a girl I don't know why I said son one person has a child and the other person doesn't I feel like more often than not you're going to assume or people are going to assume that it's because the person who didn't have the child didn't make enough effort with the person who did have Mm. a child do you feel like that in all honesty no Oh, interesting. It's, it's good. Weird, weird. It's 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 a weird it's a weird co- like topic of conversation because then I think, well, why didn't that person? What you know? Why didn't that person get in contact with me? I know that they've just had a baby. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fine. But then, but why should I make the effort to make first contact? I one hundred percent agree with you, and I bow down for you having that mindset because one hundred percent. Um, I've personally feel like in general people who have kids think that their life is obviously much harder Mm. than people who don't have kids and people who don't have kids feel guilty because I have loads of friends who don't have kids and when I'll speak to them more often than not they'll say for example they'll rant about their day and they'll be like oh like I know it's not the same because obviously you've got Isla and you've got XYZ and I'm forever reminding Mm. to reminding them that actually you know what it's not because I have a child that you and you don't that you can't have a bad day Mm -hmm. it's completely different and it's all relative everyone's got their own shit and and again I'm saying this as a parent Mm. I feel like more often than not and this is a generalization but parents or mums I will say I don't think dads are like this actually uh, mums are potentially a bit woe is me because Mm -hmm. of the children because don't get me wrong yeah it's hard it's Mm -hmm. the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life yeah um but also with all due respect it's a fine line because also just like life life goes on you've had a kid life goes on and as much as I agree with that mindset I also am saying this you know loosely because I've struggled with depression since having a child. So I know that it's not as easy as saying life goes on. But I don't know. It's a, I'm waffling on, but it's a really interesting sort of dynamic and narrative as to how you manage all of these things. I think to me, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't be so guilty if the, if a friendship broke down because of that person having a child or even if I had a child. Um, it kind of like, it goes back to, like when I think of my parents, they had like all these different friendships Ooh. in their early 20s and 30s. And then eventually when they all had children, they never saw them again kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think like, maybe that's okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, um, no, you're right. But I wouldn't feel like so guilty if that friendship broke down. It, it might kind of like, you know, rebuild later on in life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, But I just think at this time, say if, if it was a bit of a, oh, you think, oh, I should I reach out to them? It's been like over a year and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, go for it. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, you think, oh, actually, maybe I should get in contact yeah. with that person. Absolutely fine. Just yeah, do it. Yeah. And if they respond. Great. Great. And absolutely. If not, then... And if not, then you think. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be yeah, at agreed. the end of the day. Um, good. Um, it's really nice to hear that actually you don't feel like that. Yeah, because it's something that I've thought about at length. Yeah, I don't think like you should feel. No. Like you have to hold tight of these friendships i agree 
I really like there's people that I don't talk to anymore or like I'll speak to like once or twice in the year mm. and then maybe we'll meet up like once or twice in a year mm. and they don't have ch- children mm-hmm. yeah but it's, it's true but yeah, it's yeah. To, it, but it's to say that you don't have to keep in contact with them 24 yeah, 7 every yeah. day like for weeks on end agreed um my last thing and <laughs> I'm already laughing because I know what's coming <laughs> Because I've already heard it. <laughs> um, <laughs> my mumming mishap, which actually is a bit more of a dadding mishap. Um, Jodie, <laughs> tell us the story. So again, this is going to be your dad and his mishap yeah. with you. Yeah. Go on. Put it in context. I mean, bless my mum. She, like, I don't think she did anything bad growing up when me and my brother were growing up. My dad, however... <laughs> To set the scene, so again, so they they were out with friends, and I think they were the only couple that had a child. With, so which interesting, is, which yeah. is me. <laughs> and I think I was either maybe just like a year old. I I don't know. I was young, and apparently I was kicking a fuss. I would not do as I was told, or this or that, blah blah blah. And my parents just wanted to go out for a drink and just like you know have a chill one. They think it's gonna be chill. I continued on apparently, and then my dad he just got so fed up. He picked me up in the car seat, walked out the pub put me in the car, locked the doors and walked back to me to the pub. <laughs> Just left me kicking and screaming in the car. And I I will for a fact now that these days that if you do that, you will be solely judged. I know, but also like... <laughs> I've definitely wanted to do that, but you just can't do that nowadays. Part of me thinks that, I don't know, like, I would never do that with Isla. But also, part of me wishes that I could. (laughs) Even if it was just like you put the pram in, like, the hallway or something and shut the door and just let them kick and scream it out. But no, he just, like, picked me up, put put me in the car, locked the door, and in, like, full content as well, like, they could see me in the car. It's not like they were, like, around the corner or literally completely left me. My dad literally just was like, I can't take it anymore. And I walked back in the pub and then everyone was like, okay. Yeah, and yeah. just continued. <laughs> I bow down. I think it's great. <laughs> but back in, that, that was back in the 90s. So it was like, the, you could get away with things like that maybe. Uh, These days, I don't know, probably not so much. No. Literally someone would find that child. <laughs> and the thing is, part of me, I can't tell if, that, if it's a good or bad thing that you can't get away with that sort of stuff anymore. Part yeah. of me, don't get me wrong. Do I think a child should be left in the car? No. 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 But also, like, for 20 minutes, half the kid's going to be fine. But, I like, I do was, feel again, like at the moment we're a little bit too sensitive. Like, yeah. it's a fine line because... I don't know. I think I don't. I don't. Know, I, don't I, I don't get like the whole of the the full story, but I think it was mostly to do that. I was kicking a fuss, and he had enough and just put me in the car. Yeah. And he was like, and he said to me, he was like, it's not like I wasn't being a bad parent yeah. in quotation marks, is because I could see you from the pub window. Agreed. In the car, you were locked. You were fine. Yeah. You just needed to let it out. Yeah. And for about half an hour or whatever it was, and then he came back to the car and picked me up and brought me back in and I was fine yeah yeah and but you can't it's so funny but like you just you can't do that anymore like I wouldn't say it's like a a mishap or anything it was just more I I think again it's so funny though (laughs) (laughs) I think it's more of you could tell that they needed a break (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll just and, lock her in the car and walk away. Trying yeah. to obviously go to the pub and meet uh, friends, and yeah. that's pro- and they, probably, they did whatever they needed to they do. They probably felt like maybe a bit embarrassed or a bit judged as that their well. kid was kicking and screaming. Yeah, yeah, basically and it's your fault. Yeah, you brought this on yeah, yourself. Exactly. <laughs> What are you gonna do? No right or wrong. Yeah. No right or wrong. Um, Pop exactly. me wishes you could do that more nowadays. Well, JD, thank you so much for sharing <laughs> all of your things with us. No, in all seriousness, I'm grateful because, again, as much as the podcast started as a way for me to just rant, <laughs> basically, <laughs> I've just found it so interesting and insightful just mm. hearing people's different opinions. So, yeah. thank you so much for sharing. Yours. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. (laughs) You are welcome. (laughs) Guys, I will see you next week. Bye.